0: Hello and welcome to the Heat Check Podcast, the Miami Herald's Miami Heat Podcast. I am David Wilson, joined in person for the first time in a while, it feels like. Anthony Chang, our beat, heat beat writer here at the Herald. How's it going, Anthony? Good, I almost forgot what you look like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we are here sitting in American Airlines Arena. It is Sunday night. Uh, the Heat with another convincing home win. 17 um, 1 now at home. A lot of those by double digits or Games that at least they were leading big and ended up winning by a pretty significant margin anyway. Um, But tonight was out more than just the win, it was the return of Hassan Whiteside. Was it everything you hoped and dreamed?
1: Yeah, I mean, I expected him to get booed, but I don't know. I it was a little more than I thought, even. Like, I, you know, I, people can argue whether it's warranted or not, but I just I didn't expect. Every time he touched the ball, yeah, they had and boos.
0: cheers. Bam, blocked him from behind at one point, and the crowd cheers. went wild. And every
1: every made basket from Hassan, there were boos. Yeah, and obviously when he was introduced, there were boos. Like, man, Miami feels a certain way. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was a little, by, a little surprised by that. Yeah,
0: he was a. Uh not happy with it particularly with people chanting uh, we got shooters in the I guess it was either late in the third quarter I think maybe even in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. when he was shooting free throws was when it got loud enough for him to probably hear um, that was that was in the locker room with him after the game he said that was kind of what uh ticked him off but otherwise um, it was kind of just a nice reminder of uh, I don't know if Spoh said it before the game, or or if it was something someone brought up to him, and he kind of agreed with it. it was basically, it's a trade that ended up working out for both sides, yeah. as in Heat and Whiteside where the Heat. The way they played tonight is not a way they could play if Hassan Whiteside was here, and and Hassan had uh, one of his you know classic Florida with the twenty and twenty games in a uh, in a double digit Barber, loss. Yeah. Walters. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I mean. I do think it's a trade that worked out for both sides. You know, I mean, yeah, Portland's not playing well right now. They're what, 15 and 22, mm-hmm. so they're not having much success as a team. But I mean, he go he went to a place where they need him. Yeah, they need him to play. I mean, there's not, yeah, I mean, it's not to,
0: his fault. They're 15 and 22. No, I
1: mean, he's having a solid season. He's leading the league in blocks. You know, he's he's averaging a double double like he always does. He played 32 minutes. Like, how many times did he play 32 minutes? with the Heat last season. Yeah.
0: Not he, many. He's averaging, mo, career, or not career highs, but he's averaging his highest minutes per game, points per game, all that stuff since uh, the 2016-2017 season. Well, like I, for the last two years here in Miami, he was a not like a, a part-time player, because obviously he was still like arguably their most productive guy, but he was not... What you expect like a, a franchise Max center, player. You, yeah.
1: right? I mean, he barely played in fourth quarters. Yeah, and it was it was frustrating for him, and it created a little bit of a rift, you know, in, internally with the team. And right now he's playing. He's playing a lot. They need him. He's playing a big role. He's getting his numbers. And on the other side, like you said, the Heat—they're playing a brand of basketball that they would not be able to play. Yeah. If Hassan was on the team.
0: But yeah, I mean, ultimately that trade wound up probably becoming one of the most important for sure deals in franchise history. For
1: sure, and it's like it's not only because they added Jimmy but also because it
0: elevated Bam to a featured role, you know? Yeah, and yeah, it cleared the path for him to right. be a starter, and, and now he looks like he's going to be an all-star this year.
1: Right, and look, whether you believe in empty numbers or not, like, Hassan has had many double-doubles, many 2020 games.
0: He had the first 2020 game of 2020. 2020
1: which he which he, you know, he made he made sure to remind everybody that. <laughs> um, 21 points and 18 rebounds is a very good stat line, but again, it comes in a double-digit loss. So yeah. And that's what a lot of people point to about Hassan. You know, he's a t- very talented player, but a lot of his numbers sometimes don't translate to wins, and that's something that that's a reputation that's followed him he's trying to kind of erase, you yeah.
0: know. I mean, it's also just old news by now, but the, uh, the trade just obviously also just represented a huge shift for the franchise, like, um, stylistically, I guess, or, or even, like, I don't want to say culturally, but... You know, as he noted before the game, he four of the five usual starters, he never played with. Yeah. like It's a totally different team than when he was here. They they pivoted from being one type of team to being a team that is all about passing, shooting, and youth, really, okay. considering how young they are, and that's just the polar opposite of what Hassan Whiteside is right now, a 30-year-old center who's a little bit of a black hole mm-hmm. and can't shoot outside of... I don't know, I mean, you get maybe you mid-range, occasionally. Mid-range, maybe yeah. every yeah, yeah.
1: 30 games. But, yeah, I mean, look, de- I will say this. I think the Heat do miss Hassan somewhat defensively, and especially around the rim. Uh, up until, like, a couple of days ago, they teams were shooting at league high, you know, yeah. in the restricted area against the Heat. So I do think they miss his rim protection, and... They were a better defensive, th- uh, defensive team last year. Like, they're yeah. not a top-ten defensive team right now. I think they were, like, seventh last year, around mm-hmm. there, seventh or eighth. Um, but offensively, they're so much better. Right. And that's not all because the Sun's gone. I mean, there's a lot of yeah, they've better totally reshaped shooters their they've added. And all that, but they were, like, 26 offensively last year. They're, they've been a top-ten offense for most of the season. Like, that's big. that's been the biggest improvement, really. Like, that's mm-hmm. why this team has started off so strong. Their defense has been probably not as good as people expected. You know, yeah. But but offensively, they've been so much better than people have expected that it's made up for.
0: Yeah, tonight was their, what, second best offensive night of the season yeah. in terms of offensive rating, and Jimmy Butler didn't even play. Yeah, it's crazy. Or Justice, who... Yeah, or Justice, he has been out about. for yeah. a couple, like, two months now at yeah. this point. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, he's playing in 10 games only, but yeah. he's a, one of the like biggest playmakers for this team, yeah. and they're missing him. So it says a lot that they were able to do that without those two guys.
0: Yeah, I think... One of the more impressive stats for them this year it just has to be everything they've done without Jimmy on the floor, right? Like, still arguably their best one of the year is that Milwaukee mm-hmm. game. In what was that the second game of the year? Second game, yeah. And that was without Jimmy. What I think three and one or three and two maybe without Jimmy. Now I, I he didn't play. I think in Houston also, right? So yeah, they lost missed, in
1: Houston. They, they lost, lost in Minnesota. Minnesota. I think three, yeah, three I and yeah, I think two. three and two without Jimmy. Yeah. I mean
0: that has been. Uh, like I said, just one of the more impressive, you know, it, again, by now, none of this stuff is kind of a surprise that, like, they have a lot of options, but the fact that you can take a guy who's going to be an all-star mm-hmm. this year, maybe an all-star starter, um, and, you know, Portland's not a, a good good team at this point, but, I mean, they were up, what, 24? 24, 24 in the it? third quarter. Yeah, yeah. like, that, this game was a blowout, and... They did Jimmy. It was never close, you know. Right off the bat, they went up pretty big, pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Portland was without C.J. McCollum also, but they still have Damian Lillard. They still have Damian Lillard. He's the best player on the court by far. And say. and the yeah. offense didn't suffer at all, which is you know <laughs> that's that's the the strength of this team all of a sudden, which is you know crazy when you uh, like you mentioned this team was all defense last year.
1: Yeah, it's just a to- it's a totally different. Feel around this team Mm and and look Goron. Yeah, the Goron Vacker
0: is he's an all
1: he's an all star offensive player still. Yeah, he really is. I mean, seven of ten on threes, twenty nine points, thirteen assists. Like he, you know, with Jimmy out, he stepped up and led the way offensively, and and that was obviously him and Bam Bam shooting nine of ten from the field with eight rebounds and six assists. Like when you have those two guys playing that way offensively, you're gonna have a good night. Yeah,
0: Goron's the X factor for this team in a lot of ways. I think just when he i don't know what the point threshold is going to be for him but when he hits a certain scoring mark mm-hmm. they're just not going to lose yeah right? i mean
1: yeah, when you have Jimmy and Bam giving you what they give you pretty much every night yeah they're
0: reliable and steady guys and then you
1: have Goran come in and you know and maybe one of those guys is out and give you 20 points or something yeah. i mean that's and you add in you know usually the are going to play solid defense like mm-hmm. he, when you have a th- when you have the third guy he gives them that third guy who can play like an all star any given night. Yeah, you know, and that's I mean, not many teams have three all stars. Not saying that gordon has been all star this year; he's not, but he still has that talent level offensively. So, right. to have three all star caliber all star caliber players on that end of the court, you're going to have a good offense, and then you mm. throw in guys who just fit so well around them. Uh, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, Kendrick Nunn. I mean, Kendrick Nunn, he, he five of thirteen, but he started off the game really well. Mm-hmm. He's played a huge role. For yeah. this team. And we talk about it every podcast, I feel like, but there's just so many guys that can make shots that it's really that simple. Like, yeah. so many guys just can make shots and efficiently.
0: Yeah, we might talk about some All-Star stuff later on because some of the first round of voting uh, totals came back. But if you kind of look at the way the East is going to shake out this year, I don't think anyone's going to get three All-Stars in the East. I mean, Boston is probably has the best chance with Kemba. Yeah. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, um, Eric and I, Bledsoe. I don't eh, think so. Why not? May, then, I mean, maybe Philly, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Tobias. Yeah, like that. That, that would kind of be. But chances are, everyone's gonna get two. Yeah. Probably most, te- most, most teams if are I get two. had one
1: team I get three, but.
0: So, like you're saying, not a lot of teams have three All Stars. When this gets down to playoff time, it's going to be largely about whose third guy kind of shows up, I think, in a lot of these cases. Um, you know, it's probably a little bit different with, like, Milwaukee because, like, Giannis can, like, single-handedly win a series or in Philly because Ben Simmons is kind of, like, mm-hmm. the big question mark yeah, for like the, the first for them. Yeah. But, like, when you go up against Boston or, you know, Indiana is probably going to get one all-star, but, you know, uh, they'll obviously get Oladipo back, um... It's going to come down to just the Heat will have their two guys. All these other teams are going to have their two guys or their one guy. And then we, it, it's going to be about the Heat's third guy kind of matching. Yeah. Can can Goron be the third guy or you know, can Kendrick Nunn be the third guy? Or can Justice be the third guy mm-hmm. to match up with um, whether it's you know Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum who ends up being the third or a guy like Brogdon or um, – so bonus. Like, the, right. there's, there's not a team that has a clear-cut group of three All-Stars. No. And the Heat have, you know, they're going to have maybe not the, the, the best third option on the floor most of but they're not going to be outgunned no. at that spot.
1: No, Goran is, I mean, that's why, you know, Eric Spolster talked about it, that it just Goran is still a starter. Yeah. And he still wants to start, but it just made so much sense for him to come off the bench, and you could see it. I mean, that starting group, and then you bring Goran as a six-man off the bench when Jimmy goes out or uh, when Kendrick Nunn goes out it just adds a different layer and it it provides offense really on the court for the entire game you can stagger the guys you know so pretty much when those three guys are healthy at least one is going to be on the court and that's Mm -hmm. a really good thing I mean you're never going you're never playing without again really an all star I might be reaching a little bit, but an all-star level all-star level yeah, I mean, player in offense. Like, I mean, never, Gorham
0: was an all-star two, years, two ago, years ago. And he's still very good offensively. Yeah.
1: You saw it tonight. I mean, can he do it every game? Probably not, but that's not his role either, especially yeah. when Jimmy's out there. But when Jimmy's not out there, you saw what he
0: could do. Yeah. I mean, he still is not probably quite as consistent as his other two guys, no. which is the difference. But he's still coming off that injury. On any given like, night, he could do yeah, it. That's good yeah, that's the thing. If he can show up and... You know, he doesn't have to be this guy who goes eleven of 17, 7 of ten from three, and scores twenty nine points every night. But if he can be twenty half point, of that, yeah, yeah twenty, 20 point votes, guy, yeah. then that's that's the the that's what's going to elevate this team to to really being a team that can maybe come out of the East, which yeah. at this point is. Something you have to think is just a ceiling for this team. It's kind of crazy. I, um, I mean,
1: entering the season, I said second yeah, round was yeah. a ceiling. But, yeah, things have changed.
0: Yeah. Um, one other takeaway from night: James Johnson getting back in the rotation. Um, and not just that first guy. He was one of the first two guys off the bench with Warren.
1: Ahead of Tyler Hero. Yeah. He really only played eight guys tonight, which is yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah, no I mean, Jimmy
0: Butler, and Kelly Olenek did not play at all.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I asked Bo about that after the game, and he said that not to read too much into it, that you know, obviously, I think Portland has like one guy over six eight, and that's Hassan. Right. They're playing a lot of small guys, so they didn't have many opportunities to play two centers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. If Kelly hasn't been playing well lately. He didn't play tonight, but you know we'll see moving forward if he is still a consistent part of the rotation. But James, James was encouraging. Like he played well, twelve points, uh, six rebounds, two assists, two of two on threes. He said after the game he's been shooting the ball really well behind the scenes that. He feels confident in the shot, um, four or five from the field. Like he he played well, plus ten, uh, plus minus, and he defended well. I mean, he was guarding Lillard at some points. He was guarding the center. Mm-hmm. He was guarding Carmelo, um, and I think that's kind of where he really helps the Heat. Like if you look at the Heat's bigs, Bam can obviously switch onto to anybody. Yeah, but Kelly and Myers they can't really switch onto the perimeter players. If you put James in there, it gives you another big who can really switch onto. Almost every position on the court. Right. So, I really, you know, I know he hasn't played in a while. It's been almost like a month and a half, pretty much, since he last played, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, I think that he could really use him, you know, as the season goes on. I think there is a place for him in the rotation.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the Heat have pretty much exclusively played Bam with whether it's Kelly or Myers, right? Like they like yeah. having one of those guys on the court as the center. As the season goes on. If this James Johnson thing is going to be a thing and maybe another thing would be Justice coming back and maybe you go small with, like, Justice and Jimmy as like as your forwards. Yeah. Something like Great. that. Like, I think they're going to eventually start really letting Bam be a center. Like, being the biggest guy on the court, the guy who they trust to be maybe, you know, to, to guard centers, to be the guy near the rim. You know, they like him, obviously, as a switcher. That's probably where he's best at, but... There are just going to be some times, especially in the playoffs, where you're going to want to have him and James Johnson at the court at the same time. He's a good enough rim protector to be that guy who guards whoever the center yeah. is. Especially you know when you get up against a, you know a team like you know Philly's kind of done their two bigs thing a lot this year. But you have to wonder when it comes to playoff time, are they going to want Joel Embiid with more shooting on the court? That's like, the thing when
1: he played the Sixers last week, they basically schemed. Horford off the off the court. Right. Like, Horford couldn't play in the fourth quarter right. because he were playing smaller. So I mean, yeah, like in the playoffs, it could easily be where Embiid's surrounded by shooters. Yeah,
0: so that's what that's where James comes in. Right. Yeah. He's the guy who then you can stick bam in the paint, have him be mm-hmm. your rim protector, your true center, and, and then let James be the guy who switches. And and you have, then at that point, a lot of guys you can switch onto a lot of different players. That's what I was going
1: to say. Like, yeah, it's nice for Bam, and I see the pros for this, of Bam running the power forward, where you Mm -hmm. can switch on different guys and not have to be down low and and protect the rim. But at the same time, it's also nice to have five guys in the court, but switch, you know I mean? that's Yeah, like maybe you're
0: sacrificing Bam's biggest skill, but you're doing it for the greater good. For the greater whole of the defense.
1: if If you have James out there with, you know, three other, you know, Derrick Jones, J- Jimmy Butler, Bam, and May uh, Goran. Like, you have yeah. guys who could switch onto the different, different positions. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I really think James, there's a role for him. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's, obviously we'll have to see. I mean, right, mean well, the interesting thing is,
0: he, so they're back in action Wednesday. Yeah. And Justice Wenzel was questionable tonight. Right. And Jimmy Butler is, seems like he should be back. He was, you know. Questionable tonight, also, but it was a late addition to the injury report. Um, if they only played eight, let's say they go, they were only doing that because Jimmy was in there. It'll mm-hmm. usually be nine. But then if you throw Justice in, do you go back to ten with James Johnson in the rotation, or, or Kelly, or yeah, well Kelly, or does do those guys get squeezed out? I, they, I think the I think early 10. on, obviously, with with Justice especially, is they're probably probably gonna want to work him back up to his full minutes yeah. total.
1: I think you have to go 10. I mean, these guys are playing a lot of minutes. Yeah, they are. And you kind of saw a wear on them a little bit over the past week, which I know we're going to talk about, like, yeah. kind of, like this rough week they've had, even though they won tonight. I know. Um, but they've played a lot of minutes. Jimmy's played a lot of minutes. I think going 10 deep is probably the way to go. You know, they've been playing nine guys, and really, a lot of times it's been eight. With the ninth mm-hmm. guy playing, like, Kelly was playing, like, six minutes, you know. Yeah. So I think nine guys playing good amount of minutes, and then maybe a tenth guy playing, like, five to ten minutes. You know, I think that's the way to go, um, especially in the regular season. In the, in the playoffs, probably go nine deep. Maybe eight. But I, I think right now you go ten.
0: All right, let's uh, transition like you were talking about. The, the rough last week the Heat has had. Probably the roughest of the season, even though they go two and two. Uh, started Monday, we talked the next – Morning, after that weird loss to Washington, you know, thinking maybe it was just going to be a blip. They really emphasized defense coming off of that. And then they played like the ugliest game of the NBA season the next game, or what, the next night or two nights later yeah. against uh, Toronto.
1: They played. Two of the worst offensive games of the season. Yeah, the what years. was the
0: final score of that Toronto game? 84-76. Like, to 76. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's like that's, I, 90s Was that the basketball. lowest scoring game of the year across I, the NBA?
1: I have to think so. I didn't yeah. look it up. Probably but I probably should have. But I I have to think. I mean, I think that's Toronto season-low in points. Definitely the Heat yeah. season-low in points. So. so they were like, all right, defense. We kind of got to <laughs> figure it out. They worked too much on defense. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh,
0: they played the Magic yeah. uh, the next night, and... They sucked on offense again, uh, but the Magic were a little bit better. They lose. It
1: was... 105-85 by 20. 20-point yeah. loss.
0: So, you know, they hadn't really had any bad losses. They really just kind of the ones were you know, blowout in Philly and then the one at Memphis. And then you throw that Washington game in just a couple know. nights later that Orlando loss and another one of their worst losses of the year. Uh, first time in a while, they'd lost two out of three. They come back tonight and and get a win against Portland, but still probably the worst week of the season for the Heat.
1: Yeah, I would say so. I mean, it's been different things too. I mean, the first right. Washington game, like you said, the defense was atrocious, and yeah. then you come back against Toronto, the defense was well. Toronto missed a lot of shots, and the Heat were in zone for most of the game. So, mm-hmm. but but still, the defense was better, and but the Heat's offense was not good. But it was good enough to win, eighty four to seventy six. The Orlando game, the offense was not good. Right. So I mean, it was different. It was different issues, but. Uh, your point is correct it was just not a good week they lost 2 of 3 they've had three losses to losing team the two teams this season and two of them came in the past week right. you know so but again like in the big picture if this is your worst week 2 and 2 like it's going pretty
0: well yeah they, they still haven't s- lost back-to-back games like which that's is not, pretty crazy I mean, at we're, this point. we're almost much at the, much halfway the midway point. point yeah
1: they haven't lost they haven't a losing streak i mean that's that's pretty impressive and um so look uh, 2 and 2 you had a couple bad losses but i think you beat, you beat Toronto, you beat Portland, like, you survive. Now, you go on to that three-game road trip, that's going to – I mean, three – well, not three, two tough games and then the Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but still, you know, you want to go 2-1 and one on that trip. So it would yeah. be interesting to see now, especially if Justice comes back and Jimmy comes back and James is now vying for minutes, mm-hmm. what this team looks like, you know, pretty healthy. So um, I, I'm really intrigued to see kind of how the rotation plays out here over the next couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, and the defense – has been better since that Washington game. Like, yeah, they're, they're going to constantly be improving, I think, their December was obviously pretty bad for them defensively. They were a bottom 10 team um, in terms of defensive rating. I think they finished the month at... Um, 22nd, I think. Yeah, 22nd, right? I think. Yeah. I don't know, but with the New Year's Eve games, maybe it moved around yeah. a little bit. But it was pretty much right around there. Yeah. Um, so that'll improve. You know, that was their worst defensive month. They'd been pretty solid before mm-hmm. then. So, um, and the offense, it's interesting, it it was a, a bad three-game offensive stretch, and even that Washington game was, they, they scored more than 100, 105, but... 105, yeah. But Washington's probably the worst defense in the league, one of the worst defenses in the league. They had a, lot of, a lot of turnovers. A lot of turnovers, a lot of just missed shots. Like, that's a game that they probably should have scored 115, just based on, like, the way they were running their offense. Um... But they don't seem worried about the offense at no. all. No, it's, like mean, that it's like interesting. That's like, you know, after that Washington game, it was the, the worst offensive game they'd played in a while. I, I was there. I was asking some of the guys about it. And they're like, yeah, it's just one of those nights. Not, and then, of too. course, it, it turned into a couple of bad nights in a row. Mm-hmm. But they still just don't seem worried. They just know that they've got the personnel, that they're going to be fine on that end.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just, I feel like it says something like, after that Orlando game on Friday, Jimmy Butler was like, so upset. Yeah. was like, <laughs> uh, he literally was in his uniform at his locker for like 25 minutes after the game, just talking to an assistant coach. And like, it looked like the assistant coach was just hearing about. Like, it yeah. was Jimmy talking it's for It's like that meme minutes. where the
0: guy's like talking to the girl at the party and she's like, she's like yeah, yeah, like just like, yeah, yeah, right. But
1: he was so upset and we finally talked to him like 40 minutes after the game. <laughs> it, I think our winderman from the Sun Sentinel asked him kind of what's been the common thread here this past week and he's like, not offense. Like, yeah, they're the not team, worried about it at all. Even though the team I just missed, like I think they were like seven of forty something from three, and one of their worst offensive performances of the season, 85 points. They still he still was about the defense. Mm-hmm. And he they asked, I think they asked one guy asked him but Tyler Hero. What would be your advice to Tyler Hero? He had a bad shooting night. And Jimmy's response was to guard somebody. That would be my advice. Yeah. Like he basically he was so upset about the defense. So I think, yes, I think you're right. I don't think they're worried about the offense. If their offense is good, fine. But they want to win by their defense. They know that they to win in the playoffs, they have to be a better defensive team. Yeah. They can't be a mediocre defensive team like they've been for the past month. They have to be a top ten, preferably a top five defensive team. Now you could ask to have the personnel for that. Mm-hmm. It's another conversation. I think with Justice, they do. Yeah. But without Justice and with James Johnson and with James Johnson, I think without Justice and the guys you've been giving heavy heavy minutes yeah, they're to, the ceiling. They're they're probably they don't have the personnel yeah. for a top five defensive team. So, um, but they can be better defensively, and Jimmy will let them know that.
0: <laughs> yeah, is this like Jimmy Butler mind games to an extent? Do you think just like, I yeah, mean, he's not like he's upfront with guys. Like it's not like he's doing this all subliminally through the media, like trashing a team's defense. But like, like it's just he wants to get it really drilled into some of these young guys' heads, right? Like this is. Even if the defense, you know, I don't think the defense is as bad as he's making it out to be, right? Right, <laughs> right. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just like he wants to really like, drive home the point to these guys. Yeah. I think. I think that's
1: part of it, and it's a young team, but part of it also is just Jimmy Butler's intent. Like, he's yeah, an intense that's true. guy. That is you true. You know, like, he was, he, it wasn't an act. He was no, upset, I know. you know? But yes, I do think. I'm more
0: mean, like, the dichotomy <laughs> yeah. where, like, he's not talking about the offense at all. Like, he's like, it's yeah. all defense. Yeah. And, Even and though it's not all defense. Right. But it is, but it is but for he, them. For him, it's all defense. And the heat love it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, after the Memphis game, I
1: remember Jimmy did this, a similar thing after the Memphis yeah. loss, and he was just really upset about the defense. And the next day, I shoot around, and like, I mean like, Jimmy should just give give my – he should just do my press conference for me. Like, everything I want to say, he says it. So it, he's kind of been, like, the voice. And yeah. It helps the coaching staff. It's not that it's, it's not just expose saying the defense needs to be better, preaching defense. When you have your best player saying that, I mean, that's – that's invaluable. So you're right. I think part of it is probably mind games, but a lot of it is that's just who Jimmy is. Yeah.
0: It was weird to not have a Jimmy Butler quote after tonight. I feel like every yeah. night there's like one, there's something. There's something he says, right? That he didn't play tonight. He didn't no, play he's tonight. Not yeah. I was looking for
1: it. I was like, is he, is he going to be here? But he left the locker room pretty yeah. early.
0: The earliest he's ever been out of the locker room. Oh, my god. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
1: get into that another podcast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, I think we can kind of jump around with this, like a last couple odds and ends. Um, Dwayne Wade jersey retirement, not a surprise, but next month, you excited? I am. I think that's going to be, I mean, obviously, that's going to be a big night. Yeah. It's one of the
1: biggest nights by in franchise history. Um, it'll be a cool event. You know, I've heard that it's going to be a two day party. Yeah, at the arena. So right after All Star breaks, that's going to be a busy
0: couple weeks. Can he there. top Chris Bosch's speech?
1: It's gonna be tough. I mean, Dwayne Wood is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, Chris Bosch, Bosch is great. Bosch great. was like one of the best I've ever heard. But um, if anybody could do it, I mean, Dwayne with everything he's accomplished and he's very thoughtful in his words. Um, he has a way. He, he he like he loves putting yeah. on a show. That's kind of yeah. who he is. So I wouldn't be surprised. It's gonna, I'm sure it'll be I'm sure it'll be good.
0: Yeah. Um, we touched on it a little bit earlier, but the All Star balloting opened I think Christmas Day, mm-hmm. um, and the first voting returns came back. Was it last Monday? So it's been like a week, so obviously this will get updated again soon. But Jimmy Butler, fourth in All Star voting for his position. What was Bam? Seventh, I think, among front court players. Bam was seventh. Um I think Jimmy was fourth among front court players. Put him puts Jimmy in decent ish position to yeah. get in as a starter.
1: Especially if like, you know who are the three ahead of him. The three ahead of him are Giannis, which is gonna get Locke. it. Block. And beat is gonna get it. Yeah. And Siakam. Siakam is the one that he's been hurt. He's been hurt, and look, I mean, fan vote is fifty percent.
0: Yeah, Toronto always comes out for their guys, but yeah, but I, I think th- Jimmy's just a bigger name. Like the more casual fans will be putting him down.
1: Yeah, and if he finishes fourth in fan vote, which seems like it's going to happen, if, yeah, I mean he's getting If media and a media vote oh, votes true. him third, yeah, and Coaches, play, I mean players, players, could, players might vote for Jimmy. Yeah. He has a lot of respect around the league, overpass over Siakam. Mm-hmm. It'll it, it, He has a chance. It'll be close, I think. He might yeah. he might get in as a starter, but if not, he's going to get in as a reserve. Yeah. And Bam is probably going to get in as a reserve, too, yeah. especially if the Heat have, like, a top three record in the East. Yeah, I
0: mean, I think Bam's all – I think both guys are pretty much locks. Like, yeah. I haven't done, like, my go through the list and right. see who's getting in. Maybe we'll do that when we get a little closer to the voting closing, but, I mean, he's a lock. He's I, like, I would <laughs> think so. I mean, he's yeah.
1: – the, the way he's playing on both ends of the court, yeah. like – I, he has to get it would, be, it would be really surprising
0: yeah what about Taco Fall
1: I mean Bam I don't know where was Taco was he was like six. six he was one yeah, ahead of Bam, of Bam. Yeah. that
0: means he's better than Bam Adebayo it's, can that's, you believe it that's that's his nuts <laughs> there was another guy
1: who got like who got votes that was super, oh Alex like, Caruso oh yeah eighth well, they, among guards Laker. Lakers but he's
0: just and Carmelo eighth among forwards in the last yeah
1: I mean John Morant 10th you think he'd be a higher up He's having a good year. He's, yeah,
0: he's a good player. East is or West is tough for for guards. Yeah, and players. you know when you when you got to get past Alex Caruso, it's you know it's it's tough. Yeah, it's true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Kyrie Irving too. What do you think about that guard? He's going to get as a starter probably. Yeah, he hasn't even played. This well, season. If,
0: if Jimmy was uh, classified as a guard, yeah, you know, I still think you know Kyrie is such a big name that's it's so and so popular. it's yeah.
1: tough. But but if Jimmy was classified as a guard, I think he would get as a starter. Yeah, me too. I, mean, Trey I, still, t- I still
0: think he's gonna get it. I, if you had to, I don't know. Toronto always comes out for the guys. That's the thing. But he has all
1: of Canada behind I him. Know. Like that's
0: that's tough. But I still think there's a pretty good shot Jimmy gets into the starter, especially when you mentioned if if Pascal sits out the media will get behind Jimmy, and I think the players will lead will Jimmy yeah. also.
1: Although the tiebreaker is goes to the fans, yeah. so that's the tough part. But there's a chance. Yeah. A, I think it's gonna be close, but there's a shot.
0: And like we said, All Star
1: Weekend is going to be all heat everywhere. God. That's when I, when I the first thing I, I thought about when I saw the Dwayne Wade date for the retirement was like how close is it to All Star Break? And it was like three days after. That whole week is just oh, yeah. crazy. It's like you come we come back from All Star Break and we're in the heater in Atlanta, and the next day is the start of the two day right. Dwayne Wade weekend. Yeah, that's going to be. That's going to be a busy week. Yeah, I'm going to need your help, David. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um... All right, anything else before we uh, finish up?
1: No, that's it. I think, you know, Barry Jackson's going to be on the road trip, yeah. so I'm going to have a little break here. But I do, like I said, I do think it's going to be an important stretch for this team. Like, with everyone coming back, with this team kind of getting healthier, um, how's it going to look? I, we still don't know. We still don't know what this is going to look yeah. like when everyone's healthy. So I think this these three games, you know, assuming that just Jimmy's ready to play Wednesday and Justice – comes back on Wednesday, which is a possibility, especially with a practice day now in between tonight and Wednesday. Um, it's We're going to get a good idea now of what this team might look like at Full Health.
0: Yeah, getting Justice back will be good because this kind of turns into, like, the dog days of the NBA yeah. season, right? Between, like, now and the All-Star break, like... Yeah. You know, t- t- this is where guys are starting to... You know, teams are really starting to get banged up. They're like, all right, let's get to the All-Star break, reset. Um, you know, obviously, like... The season's almost halfway over. The games start feeling maybe a little less meaningful on a night-to-night basis. So, again, getting, getting Justice back in at some point will be, um, yeah, I don't know. The Heat don't seem like they need, like, an infusion of energy or anything like that, but at least from, like, a, us talking about things on the podcast. Yeah. Stay sure. <laughs> something new. Different things, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, one interesting thing <laughs> I
1: was just thinking about, I mean, like you said, we're almost at the midway point. They're They have 26 wins right now. There's one, two, three, four, five more games left until the midway point. I mean, if they, they're probably going to reach the midway point with how many wins. Say they win, there's five games left, three out of the five. They're going to have 29
0: wins. They'll be on pace for 58. Yeah. They were on a 60-win pace like a yeah. week ago, right before that Washington game. I mean, if they win four of the five, they could go be at the yeah. 60 What win is pace. it? It's uh Indiana, Brooklyn, New York. New York. So they win
1: two of those three. And then you have San Antonio. At home. Home, which is probably a win for yeah, yeah. I mean, it's possible, yeah. They could if they reach the midway point at 30 and 11, yeah. that is just that's the record they had three years ago in the second half of the season when they kind of made that huge right around yeah, 30 yeah. and 11. The, and the fact that they could do that this season, like, that's I mean, that's it's just crazy when you think about mm-hmm. it. Like 30 it's and 11, it's crazy that part,
0: team won 30 and 11,
1: yeah, that's that's even more surprising, <laughs> but but still, like, the fact they can replicate that with this roster.
0: Yeah, this young this roster. This young
1: roster is, is
0: impressive. All right. Um, you can follow Anthony on Twitter, at Anthony underscore Chang. Um, you work on anything right now? Your story on Chris Silva, how that came together was good. You teased that out last week. So yeah. If you didn't check that out, uh, check that out now.
1: I have some stuff in the works, but
0: I'm not ready to release it. Yet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Let's, I'll, I'll save that tease
0: for next week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at DBWilson2. Um.
1: I might have a special guest next week, too. Yeah,
0: we'll, we'll let you yeah. guys know, um, we'll be back early next week. Yeah. I got nothing I'm working on right now, so <laughs> it's that time of year. Yeah, all football's right. over. Yeah,
1: It's a quiet time in South Florida. It, it is
0: officially basketball yeah. season, right? Yes. In South Florida, like, there's nothing else. I guess the Panthers are pretty good. Panthers are good, yeah. right.
1: I mean, spring training starts, like, in a month.
0: Yeah, soon, so. A couple months, yeah. Yeah, all right, and the Super Bowl soon. Yeah, it'll and, be
1: here. It'll be. We'll be busy. You'll be busy again. Before and Anthony's you know. covering it. That's true. I am <laughs> tough. Back to back. Heat, magic, and then Super Bowl the next night. So.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks as always for listening. Uh, we will talk to you guys next week.